0: but i hit him the lead singer after the concert i was like hey i'm a yolo i legit said that i'm a yolo real quick here's my number you like my game, nu- you're, you're like- hot here's my number and i remember you looked over to like the uh the violin player he was like oh sh- hey, i know i know
1: <laughs> i was just like she did not just say i'm a yolo real quick but i but did she did
0: Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. It is almost midnight. and we may or may not be slightly delusional yes (laughs) not only is this gonna be the most helpful episode of the season i also may be the most insane yeah preposterous not quite sure where it's gonna go (laughs) i don't know where i'm at i don't know what year it is i don't know what's going on in my head right now i had this sort of tumbleweed situation going on it's a look i don't know if it's the look But we're here. Also, we were on Instagram Live. We were. And none of y'all fools showed up. (laughs) We quickly we're no longer we, <laughs> Out of <that> we, <laughs> <yeat>. <laughs> we really want to start doing i don't know if we want to do bi-weekly like instagram live yeah. streams something like that but we really want to like incorporate more of our social media into this podcast because we know a lot of you guys listen to this on your monday morning commutes throughout the week we really want to like create a whole community Mm -hmm. around us and not feel so isolated between you guys because that is one thing that we're going to talk about today in this episode is the connection aspect to everything and we both came from youtube we both came from the social media realm where engagement is so important and that's Mm -hmm. not the reason we're doing it it's because we're telling you guys like really intimate stories of our life and we feel like you guys you know we want to get to know you guys like Mm -hmm. you know so much about us we really want to know who you guys are and who the listeners are and really kind of build on that connection with you. So I feel like by doing Instagram live streams, it's going to really help to broaden that. We also want to really engage within the Facebook community as well. So if you guys have not joined the Gal Scouts on Facebook, please go and join that group on our Facebook page. We want to kind of make it to a point where, you know, we don't have to create these Instagram, we don't have to create these topics for you guys to discuss. Y'all can talk amongst yourselves and connect with other listeners too, because we feel like a lot of you guys probably have a lot of stuff in common and we want you guys to be able to go to each other and talk. It's something that you know can be self-maintained or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but if there's anything that you guys like really would love to see from us please let us know we do have an email hello at the galsguidepod.com if there's anything you ever need advice on or any topics you want to hear about hit us up there you can always hit us up on our dms on our instagrams or the gals guide instagram whatever but yeah i just wanted to give that little psa at the beginning of this episode before i forgot because like i said it is midnight my <laughs> adhd medicine's worn off i'm gonna forget like everything like i had to jog down this entire episode yep in a word doc or so else i was like i'm gonna lose complete track of where this is gonna go so So yeah vulnerability that's today's episode i kind of approached this topic with you because i got really obsessed with dr Brené brown which i know for a lot of people if you are obsessed like with ted talks you know exactly who this girl is she actually just launched a podcast which i'm super excited for that's awesome yeah but vulnerability has been an issue for me and i feel like especially when you start a podcast an advice podcast and you kind of expose your entire life like i exposed my breakup to you guys Like the entire world our first week launching and I feel like a lot of people always ask me like you know what's it like telling like stories to everybody and it's something I've been asked before when it comes to doing stand-up when it comes to writing all mm-hmm. this stuff like you're really like going in front of a crowd and being completely naked and I feel like you know doing a podcast is a little bit easier because there is yeah. distance because I don't see you guys like right in front of us which is why we want to build a connection and the same thing with YouTube as well like you're talking to a camera alone mm-hmm. in your room like there is this sort of vulnerability aspect that comes with it, which we'll get into, but it's also so disconnected. But when I'm in front of an audience performing, that connection is something that you have to really rely on and you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. So while I do have a fear of it, it's something that I also have a lot of experience doing and that's why we want to talk about today. We often
1: think that the thing we believe that will win and impress our friends and partners is our strength, but it's actually the power to be vulnerable with someone that is the real strength. We feel like if we appear normal and like the cool girl, then we'll be accepted by others. It's strange to sometimes think that that's not what everyone wants.
0: When was the last time you were truly your authentic self? Honestly, like no bullshit, your raw self. Screw the embarrassing and emotional parts of you that make you seem like a mess. Those are what make you you. How often do you embrace that side of you? Dr. Brene Brown, a research professor at the University of Houston Graduate College of Social Work, has spent the past 13 years studying vulnerability. TED Talk has reached over 12 million views and provides an interesting perspective on the power and importance of being vulnerable with others, especially in your close relationships. Her thoughts on vulnerability are often the thoughts we both have in regards to the matter, as well as boundaries and the ideal of perfection our generation tends to have with social media being so prevalent nowadays. However, behind the filters, behind the witty captions, there is an authenticity we crave because it's what connects us as human beings. It's one of the reasons we created this podcast. So today we want to have an open and honest chat with you guys about
1: our own struggles with vulnerability, respective boundaries, and how you can get closer to living as your more authentic
0: self. So what exactly is vulnerability? In short, it's allowing someone to see you naked. Okay, like not like your tits <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Calm down. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> That's a different type of intimacy, which yes. we ain't talking about today. <laughs> we good. <could. laughs> this is a form of intimacy where you can express yourself openly. All the scars, all the truth, everything that is you without fear of not being accepted. Vulnerability is a risk. It's why so many people, like yours truly, has a fear of it. If we're vulnerable, then we're open for attack. We're open to being criticized and judged. It's a really like scary thing. You wouldn't think people would have an issue with it, let alone us, since we talk about all our stories and share our most intimate secrets and everyone else shares their life online now. But we only see parts that people want us to see. It's the The highlight reel. The terrifying part is letting that blooper reel get out. So what has your experience with vulnerability been and has it always been natural to come to you? So it's interesting that we're talking about this because the other
1: night I was reading Girl Wash Your Face, which I've been reading now for like a year. I got you that for Christmas, didn't I? Like two years ago. But still, but yes, yes. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) But I came across something that like I really resonated with. Also, if you haven't read that book, I would definitely recommend it. It's really uplifting. Um, Rachel Hollis wrote it. She also has a podcast. Yes, she does have a podcast. She is just like a boss. Like she is, she's just so uplifting and has really great tips. But in the part of the book that I was reading the other night, Rachel said, there are hundreds of ways to lose yourself, but the easiest of them all is refusing to acknowledge who you are truly in the first place. You, the real you is not an act accident. And then she like talks about like dreams and stuff. And then she goes on to say, don't sit this one out. Don't let someone else's opinion of you determine your worth. Don't miss out on the chance to live the life of incredible possibility in front of you. You were not made to be small. You are not a little girl. You are a grown woman. And it's time you grew up. Become exactly who God calls you to be. Um, and I think Rachel just said that really beautifully, especially that line, you, the real you is not an accident. We're also incredibly hard on ourselves. We're trying to live out that highlight reel that you mm-hmm. talked about. and. That's just not reality. Um, It's okay to show the good, the ugly, the miserable, the sad, whatever that might look like for you. But I think for me, the hardest part of being vulnerable is that underlying fear um, that people are going to judge me. Deep down, I worry about how others perceive me and not just me, my life, my life choices, my dreams, my passions. And I am one to talk a big game about how I don't care, (laughs) do what makes you happy, (laughs) but deep down I care a lot Um, and it's really really hard for me to let go of that insecurity. Mm -hmm. Vulnerability has never really been easy for me. I do however think that songwriting has really pushed me to be open and vulnerable. Starting this podcast has really forced me to be open and vulnerable in ways I've never been before online. You know, <laughs> but I think it's forced me to like dive really deep into my soul and feel a lot of feelings that sometimes I choose not to, and then share those feelings. With literally everyone who has access to streaming services, <laughs> and that, my friend,
0: is terrifying. It's so interesting to think about because I think there's different levels of vulnerability. I think of times when I've done YouTube videos of like vlogging. Yes, vlogging. Oh my gosh, it's, it's one level of vulnerability on its own. Because yeah, like you had vlogs where you're sitting there, you're talking to camera. Like I could be alone in my bedroom, and I'm telling you a story. I like did a vlog when I was in London, and I like talked about how like I was super sad and, like almost like was crying like to leave london it's a completely other thing to go to target and people looking at you and it's like what is this girl doing mm-hmm. like they're just staring at you especially like in 2015 when vlogging was not a thing at the time yeah and people are like what? <laughs> Like, that's a whole new level of vulnerability, because you have to not care yeah. what people are thinking mm-hmm. of you. That's something that we have definitely encountered with taking Instagram photos, oh like, in gosh. public. Oh, my gosh.
1: We now are just kind of like, whatever.
0: What? Well, it's so funny, because, like, we do. But, like, at first... <laughs> at first like, hannah's always like in the beginning she's like no i don't want to go first like you go first like you do it i'm first. still that way though i'm like you just you go first there's people in the window you and go then, first like, by the end of the day you're like fuck it
1: like, i'm like i'll, I'll do it. it let's just get this like, over one with girl was
0: laughing us the other day and you were like i don't care <laughs> what's up i look hot how you doing and i'm like a minute ago you were just saying like oh my god like i'm so shy <laughs> You had to just, like, really, like, get you, like, going and just end the zone. Mm-hmm. And then your walls just easily come down. Yeah. And, like, you're just a lot more relaxed. And that yeah. vulnerability is able to escape from you. Yeah. And I think that that's that – it's the connection you have with yours truly. I you know. know. I It really,
1: really depends on who I'm with. I think when you have somebody with you – Oh, yeah. You feel a lot more
0: comfortable. Like, Absolutely. Because I can understand, like, doing it alone, like, it – I know some girls who are Instagrammers, like, they're Instagram they just models. just bring the tripod. I could never do that. <laughs> I just set that tripod I, up on the sidewalk. I have a lot of confidence. And I'm like, girl, get it. Like, I wish I had your confidence. I have a lot of confidence. I will never have that amount of confidence. There is no way in hell you will ever catch me out on the streets with a damn tripod. <laughs> Maybe in L.A. Maybe. Because, well, that's the thing. Like, in L.A., it's a lot more accepted, I feel like. True. Like, vulnerability in L.A. is, like, a market. Like, Mm -hmm. people buy that shit. They want to see authenticity because it's, like, a sea full of people who are not who they are. Like, it's a sea full of fake people that when you are vulnerable, they're like, oh, my God. That's why I love New York because everybody in New York does not give a shit. It is all authentic people there. Like, I could literally cry on the street and everybody will be like, mood, get that. (laughs) Same. So like here, like in a smaller town and more in the Southeast, like it is something where vulnerability is something you have to really be able to access to not care when you are pursuing something more in the entertainment or social media aspect career, I think. And it's something that people, I think when you are authentic in that nature, I think that's one reason why a lot of people love certain songwriters, for example, because like Adele, like she bears it all out in her song and everything. People appreciate that. I mean, we were just talking about Taylor Swift's All Too Well. Like, one of the best songs she's ever wrote, yes. in my personal opinion. And it's because she bears that entire story of her relationship out onto the page. It's why she is so marketable. That's why people love her, because she writes about her relationships. And she writes things that,
1: like, the way that she does it, it's so real and other people have felt those emotions, too. Exactly. And so by her just, like, sharing these emotions and these feelings and these experiences with people, they're able to relate to her because they've been in the same
0: place. Exactly. And I think that's something that you definitely, like, conquer and, like, deal with, like, with your own music, too. Yeah. Like, learning to expose, like, your stories and everything. And, like, like- learning how to tell a story yeah that's yeah. something that i definitely um i kind of deal with it a little bit like within my screenwriting it's not so much screenwriting as it is because with screenwriting if i'm writing drama it's a little bit different like I yeah am, sometimes i'm burying my story but screenwriting i'm never really burying my personal story especially with comedy like i'm just trying to be funny which is a, I mean that's vulnerability in itself like trying to be funny like it's not an easy feat right yeah <laughs> um, it's like oh god people can all actually like think this is funny and laugh at my stuff but when i would write like poetry or when i would write actual prose story I mean, my thesis I wrote to graduate from undergrad was about a relationship I had. And I mean, that took a lot of vulnerability to get in front of the entire school because we had to do... A, all the um, BFA kids had to do a reading of our thesis and everybody at the school was invited to come to this reading. So I was like, hey, I'm going to read the story about how this douchebag broke my heart in front of my professors and everybody. <laughs> Everyone's going to hear it. It's also like super vulnerable to sit there, write a comedy piece. It takes a lot of guts to write the line. you um, yeah, he seems nice, but I'd rather masturbate my way to happiness, and then have your seventy-year-old Oscar-winning professor read that out loud. It oh. takes a lot of guts yeah. and a lot of vulnerability. So I wrote a spec episode of the show. You're the worst, but in that episode, there were porn stars in it. You know how much vulnerability you gotta have to talk to your professor about the porn industry. <laughs> an oscar award-winning director y'all i did that me and the professor look at you we hella vulnerable. close now we hella close besties. now besties <laughs> we can never go back to there is no before. going back yeah i heard him say languages i was like i never thought what? i would hear I'm a 70 year old man here it's fine man like we cool like i'm tight with him his wife there you like, go we 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 a, we a family now <laughs> I don't know. Like, have you felt like with songwriting the certain stories you've told? Because you write a lot of sad songs. No offense. <laughs> I do write a lot of sad. I think it's because I'm confident. Like, you feel like it's easier to be vulnerable? I in that? definitely
1: feel like it is easier for me to be vulnerable in that way because I feel like a lot of people can relate two sad songs and breakup songs and it's like they don't to hear a
0: bitch be happy <laughs> they,
1: but then they do because lizzo
0: <laughs> yeah true, true true, true. so
1: i think i just i have a hard time with not being vulnerable with the parts of my life that are happy and exciting and full of like joy but i think those are my most precious parts of me and mm-hmm. so i think it's a, almost harder for me to like lay all of that out on the you table you want to save it for yourself like i want I want there to be something for me. And with no, the bad yeah, stuff, that. like it's easy for me to get it out. Cause I don't want to be, like a I don't, don't want to be by myself feeling those feelings. 100%. So I'm like, I would rather be vulnerable on the crappy stuff because then other people can feel it with me. I get that. Whereas the good stuff, I'm like, okay, that's mine. <laughs> that's fine. Thanks. I'm fine. Thanks. Selfish, I'm fine. That I sense. don't it's want cool. you to have that. Thanks. It's cool. And then but,
0: meanwhile, like all your listeners are like, damn, is this bitch ever going to be. I know. Crappy. I know. That's <laughs> the goal of mine
1: is to release some like more fun, uh, upbeat stuff that's happy we'll see 2020 <laughs> goals what about you what has been your experience with vulnerability oh
0: boy. <laughs> is it easy and natural Have I had my fear of vulnerability for years? It's funny, like, as a writer and as an actress, you would assume I had, like, no issues because in order to connect with an audience, you have to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Writing is definitely where I am my most authentic self, where I will lay my heart out on a page. I mean, hell, like, I did YouTube for so long and that's insanely vulnerable because you're literally talking to a camera alone in your room, yes, but, like, that was the thing. I, it was just me. All those views that we get, they were just numbers. I made those videos for me. I wrote for me when I acted, I was a character. I wasn't myself. Whatever inhibited me in my everyday life with other people was connection. If I got rejected for my art, it was fine. If it was art that was being judged, not me. If a human being, however, rejected me personally, oh my god, like that was like a living hell. I was desperate to connect with other girls growing up my age because I was like severely bullied and any secret I had between my close friends was exposed when they backstabbed me. So like therefore, I kind of like built up this fortress and didn't let anyone in for years and i would actually like lie about small things to build bricks like even higher so like no one could get in and this went on for years and into college and only a select few like knew the real me i felt like i was like hannah montana it's fine um this is real this is me this is exactly where i'm supposed to be that's jimmy lovato anyways. i was about
1: to say that's not hannah montana <laughs> but it's fine but she had
0: two sides she the best of world fine, anyways <laughs> So like I was like in love with this boy and he barely knew who I was. Uh, It was the guy from college that like my best friend. If you keep track of all the boys, I know there's so many. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's (laughs) hard for me too, guys. That's why they all have names. So they all have nicknames. I don't have any names. They all have (laughs) they all have names. They're human (laughs) beings. (laughs) Like who am I? I could count on my hand how many people like knew my secrets and knew who I was. I met someone and. On the first date, I told him some of the wildest things from years ago that Hannah, like you only recently found out at the time as well. And there was a solid connection there. And it was someone that made me feel safe. It's the safety in another human that allows me to open up and be vulnerable. And I don't encounter this feeling with many, but the people I do, they know who they are and have seen me at my most intimate moments of my life. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, like connection and the safety of that is such a key factor in vulnerability is something we definitely want to talk more on for sure. But I really want to talk about boundaries. Because in order to feel like you can eventually get into that safe feeling, there has to be some boundaries at first. Mm. Would you agree?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Um. So does being vulnerable mean you have to sacrifice your boundaries?
1: Absolutely not.
0: I don't think so. Because while we are encouraging vulnerability, this side of you is not something that everyone in your life deserves to see. You have to decide who you want to be vulnerable with and who you want to share that side with. Because if you're like me and you've got that fear, like you do have to be picky at first and i mean i definitely think that the ones you do feel like you have a deeper bond with are the ones that you should be more vulnerable with if you're wanting to get into a serious relationship those are the people that you should take that chance and be vulnerable with there are people who will take advantage of it i think and it's up to you to decide whether or not someone gets to see that side of you Mm -hmm. boundaries are made not to offend anyone or to close anyone out they're made out of respect for yourself
1: yeah like once you become vulnerable with someone it's hard to like take
0: that back. John Mulaney has a great quote, and it's we love John Mulaney. We we stand John Mulaney in this household. Anybody who's seen my dick and met my parents should not be alive or yeah. whatever it is. And I full <laughs> <laughs> agree with that. Anybody who knows my secrets and has met my parents and we ain't friends anymore die. <laughs> just you are no longer living (laughs) yeah if i really think about it i've been backstabbed many times in my life Mm -hmm. by friends it's not so much many guys that i feel like i have animosity with because i was never really real like the doctor was the first guy that i was ever close to being more myself with yeah and all these girls, like for some reason, like I always struggled with maintaining female friendships growing up because I was so eager to have many friends, and then yeah. a lot of them would like, kind of backstab me. So, like, I had trust issues growing up with relationships and friendships. So, I learned to set boundaries with some of my friends, and it was something that I'm you know working with on therapy and everything, but I kind of pick. And it helps that I have intelligent intuition. But like, I can read people now. Like, if I I can tell that you're not being authentic with me, like, my boundaries are going to be up. And I'm not going to tell you, like, parts where like I'm nervous like, like I don't know if I got this or you know what I do have this like those are moments I don't feel comfortable sharing with you because I don't know how you're gonna, I don't know what you're gonna do with that information and so when I see someone trying to be vulnerable with me I take that respect and then that's why I will slowly let down my boundaries with that yeah. because you kind of see me on that even field you know what I mean mm-hmm. but what are things that you would identify as a boundary when it comes to this to help the listeners out when
1: it comes to vulnerability I think my
0: boundary is judgment
1: I will not be in a relationship with someone who passes judgment constantly because that is my number one reason why I struggle with being vulnerable. I really need to know that you're going to embrace every single part of me with open arms and know I do not expect you to love every single part of me because let's face it, there are so many parts of me that need improvement.
0: That's an understatement.
1: <laughs> but if you're going to constantly judge me or judge my life or my choices or my dreams or my every breath... <laughs> Then I do not want any part of you. No. I'm, and that is a hard, like, that is a hard rule that I follow.
0: No, it makes complete sense. I can completely back that yeah. up. Yeah. And I think, like, friends, partners, whatever it is. I yeah, it. yeah. Any,
1: like, any relationship.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, what yeah. about you? I've learned it's definitely, like, a hard one for me is commitment. Um, Because, like I said before, like, I can't do casual relationships. And in order for me to feel like I can be vulnerable with you and open myself up to you, I need that sort of safety net that comes with commitment. I'm mainly, I'm like, it's cool, so we talk about like relationships not so much friendships yeah if we're just being casual though you will absolutely never get the full version of me one thing i like to ask like a lot of my girlfriends is when you're dating someone how much does that person see of you so i like i like i know you at like a hundred percent but how much does like your boyfriend see of you and a lot of girls would be come back to me and be like oh like 40 60 percent. none of them ever said of like anything above 80 percent, and it's i can definitely see that because thinking back like with other guys i've been with like the guy i was with in college like 40 percent like looking back i don't recall ever like cracking jokes around him i was always you you never cracking jokes i know because i was always really afraid like well, maybe i'm not that funny maybe like uh, maybe i'm just not that funny and like, like second guessing yourself i kind of like diluted myself a little yeah, bit yeah that's a good way to put it i don't know if i've ever been 100 with somebody because i've never had that time to get to that point i think if i had stayed with the doctor i would eventually gotten to that point if we had been in a committed relationship but that was the thing like i was so close to being there i just couldn't get there i held like parts of myself back because i was scared if i was myself then they would leave mm. and and he was very vulnerable with me though up front and I remember pulling him aside one night and saying like I appreciate that you felt like you could open up to me and tell me these things but I'm just not there yet and I have my own issues with vulnerability but I'm working on it and I hope that you can be patient with me. He was like yeah like I never want to feel like I have to like pressure you to be vulnerable or anything like that and I'm glad that you're getting like help on that and everything and I told him about his fear of it. I was like just give me time and I promise you I will eventually get there. And I remember one night like I was just like hey I like you. <laughs> It was like a huge moment for me and he's just like he like agreed he's like yeah like I, I like you too like you give me like all the butterflies and everything yeah. like that i mean trying to be a complete fucking asshole but you know it's <laughs> in those moments Shame on you. i'm not saying like i'm not and i'm not saying like oh like that's a chance so like don't be vulnerable like i'm encouraging though like, even though that is a thing that can happen like you should still be vulnerable with somebody and taking that risk was something that in that moment felt amazing to me because i was being my true self and i was expressing my feelings and it was something that i felt like i never really got to do with other guys was express how i felt so yeah. i was vulnerable in those ways like he opened up to me about like a ton of like mental illness issues and stuff like that like out of the blue and i was just like wow yeah and especially so, like that soon yeah and because I, I was like two months in i think yeah and so seeing that made me want to be vulnerable with somebody mm-hmm. because i felt like oh if they can trust me with that then i yeah. feel like i can trust them with all these other things i
1: definitely feel like vulnerability especially with another person is a give and take kind of thing like yeah. you were saying like i think when you asked me that question like when i first started dating blaine like i was not at 100 percent myself like we were you know we were fresh dating mm-hmm. still trying to get to know each other but then he started letting his walls down and i started letting my and I like can safely say like I'm hundred percent myself yeah. with him now.
0: Well I remember I asked you at first, I was like, has he seen like we were in yeah. Charleston? I've seen you at like your weird goofy self. Yeah. Like when it's just like it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh god, like this is a There's whole Susana. different <laughs> I'm like, has your boyfriend seen this side of you? And you're like, no. No, not yet. And I'm like, why not? This This is my favorite side.
1: That's the thing. Well, and we just, yeah, like, we just hadn't had the opportunity yet. But that's
0: the thing. Uh, The parts that you're probably scared to show somebody are the parts that are other people's favorite parts. Yeah. Or, like, like make you you. Yeah. Or make
1: you, you know, that, like, goofy, like, fun-loving person that you are. And, like, why hide that? Like, could you imagine me, like, not
0: cracking jokes? No, that's why I was like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who is Emily
0: without Emily's jokes? Like, like, my sarcastic commentary? Like, what? I live for that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, like if you are somebody that I feel like that's struggling with being vulnerable and you see somebody being vulnerable with you, but you still like are just like holding back and you don't feel like it's time, tell them. I think that's the best thing you do. Like do what I did. Like telling them like, hey, I appreciate you, you know, doing this and like telling me these things. I feel like you can trust me that way. I'm just not there yet, but promise that I will eventually get mm-hmm. there. I just need some time. 99% of people are going to super understand that. Yeah. Especially a relationship when you're going mm-hmm. to know
1: somebody. Nobody expects you to just lay it out on all on the table. On the first date.
0: Well, that was the thing. Like our first date. Like I don't remember what I told him, but I remember there was times where I told him, like, I can't believe I'm telling you this right now. And he's like, Let's get into it. Like, tell me. Let's go. Let's go right now. What's What's up? Let's get Let's get real. Let's get raw, real quick. Yeah. And so, like, th- that made me want to do that. I mean, like, Homeboy opened the first date with saying, "So, have you ever got a letter from Homeland Security? That's when you should have turned around. <laughs> That's honestly when I should have turned around. <laughs> like, and. Let me
1: check oh, out. all right
0: thank you <laughs> he used to sell fake ids apparently that's why wow fabulous. someone fact check me and make sure that that's a thing that home insecurity does or if he was just like just like me. yeah i don't it know
1: it could have been total bs to just been total BS. like engage like is this bitch gonna leave i don't leave? know like i what's like, what like, the, the purpose you, right but,
0: like, goodbye. <laughs> things like that, I mean, he opened up to me about um, some stats that doctors and mental health and stuff like that. And it terrified me at first. I was like, holy crap, you were just playing me, like, hey, there's Delilah on guitar, and now we're talking about depression and shit like that. Like, what the hell? Like, okay. <laughs> but I was like, no, like, I thank you for telling me all that. like you can trust me with all that. We've only been together, like, two months. But those little moments... I think are real growing points in a relationship and are things that should be treasured and really don't take advantage of them, basically. I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we ask you guys on our Instagram stories, which if you're not following us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod, we ask, what does vulnerability mean to you? And we got several responses that were just like so good. So we're gonna read a couple of them Anonymously. Anonymously. We will always keep your thoughts in comments anonymous so one of our followers said vulnerability to them means putting yourself out there knowing that the other person might judge you but trusting them not to and i thought that was really
0: yeah that's really good yes yeah Another one said, um, "Feeling free and safe enough to be honest without the fear of judgment or anger."
1: A lot of judgment, yeah. I'm agreeing.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: someone I, said, "Appearing weak, but enhancing strength and practicing strength." I like that. I love that. I love that's a really. ooh. I really like that's like my favorite one. Yeah, that's I've never thought about it that way because mm-hmm. that's the
0: thing. Like, I used to view vulnerability as a weakness mm-hmm. when it's not like it is a strength. Absolutely. And You have to really reframe it in your mind when Mm -hmm. you something that like when you've been vulnerable, and if you relate to something that I've gone through where that vulnerability was taken advantage of Mm -hmm. and turned against you, and was looked at as a weakness, you really have to actually put forth a lot of work on yourself to rethink of it as a strength, absolutely, not a weakness. Like your girl has cried. And her science class in the 7th grade in front of everybody. You know how detrimental that is to the psyche? I know. Of a Mm 12-year-old? Like, it's hard when your crush is exposed to the entire 7th grade. I would have alligator tears. And he doesn't like you back. Alligator tears. And he tells you to your face that he don't like you back. And now our friend is married to him. (laughs) And he was nice about it, though. He was like, I don't like you like that. And I was like... Oh, it's okay. He wasn't my lab partner or anything. Oh, it's fine. God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is up with science and lab partners and like <laughs> having crushes on them? <laughs> Side note Blaine and I met in our biology class, and our freaking bio teacher put us together as partners. But uh, we've actually talked about inviting him if we get married, inviting him to the wedding. <laughs>
0: You like have yo to. this is your fault you have to it's law but anyways some of you guys also said uh letting myself feel my emotions instead of pushing them aside girl f you you want that because i definitely do that i do not like to acknowledge my emotions yes i'm just like i don't have time for that but no that's something that you definitely do have to process and you do have to let yourself go through for sure
1: and i feel like these two kind of go hand in hand Mm -hmm. one said showing someone your weaknesses and trusting that they will not use them against you and then someone else said letting your wall down to be open and honest even when the world tells you to filter it yes i really like that one yes And I feel like everyone's like, filter what you say, filter what you think. But then it's all like, say what you think and do what you want. And there's just, it's such
0: a gray area. I go back to the highlight reel because I think about vlogging culture Mm -hmm. and how everybody's like oh like their life looks so perfect like david dobert for example his videos which you haven't if you haven't watched totally fine but just in summary like he's a kid who's like 23 years old or something like that like a millionaire has a tesla hangs out with celebrities and stuff like that yeah like has a mansion his videos are only four minutes and 20 seconds long Uh uh-huh but (laughs) so creative and those four minutes yeah you're only gonna see the highlight reel you don't know what's going on in his life like outside those four minutes and there are so many people who they're like why i mean honestly like would you honestly want to watch a vlog of somebody like going through a shitty day and crying all the time no no i don't want to watch that because it's gonna make me sad mm-hmm. like you watch vlogs that's like an escapism that's something that i always had to think about you go on instagram to for escapism you yep. don't want to see a like a picture of somebody like in a hospital because like their father is passing away something like that like you don't want to see that like and it's not like if somebody posted like i wouldn't like reach out and be like oh my god like yeah but like those are private moments that they don't want to broadcast to like 12 million people on Instagram or YouTube or anything like that. They only want to show you the happy moments because they want you to be happy when they're watching their videos. They don't want you to be sad. And so I totally understand that. But like, you have to remember that like everybody on social media is not as, everything's not as great as it seems. Yeah. You're looking through a filter, literally and it's something where i treasure when instagrammers and influencers and youtubers are vulnerable mm-hmm. and they will post that video mm-hmm. where they are crying yeah and just to remind you like hey i'm still a human kind of thing because i think people tend to forget that because there is that separation oh yeah you don't have that connection all the time and that connection is something that's super vital when it comes to vulnerability. That's why you see people doing live streams. That's why you see people doing vlogging, because you think that it's going to broaden that connection. And that's what really helps you to access that vulnerability even more, which is a perfect segue. Sure is. And to talking about what Brene Brown, we've talked about her, like really leading this conversation on vulnerability. And we have a couple of different topics we want to talk about with what she thinks is the best way to access our vulnerability. So she speaks of connection and we fully believe that that is definitely the first step. Connecting with someone who shares that mutual respect is vital. When you enter a new relationship, you always want to lead with your best foot forward. Obviously, not that little shy, timid, nervous one. You may not usually talk about insecurities or fears or challenges. You probably tend to avoid telling the truth about anything that potentially makes you look bad or, you know, doesn't shine you in the best light. However, when you begin to peel back the layers of yourself to your partner and reveal some of the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of your messy self, you will notice an increased intimacy and even a deeper and emotional connection with that person. Vulnerability is super attractive when the doctor was open with me that one time and told me about all those things that was going on in his life instantly i could instantly feel more attracted to him and the intimacy grew even more this person you have to realize this person is already attracted to you being vulnerable is not going to push them away it's going to pull them closer to you Mm -hmm. and if they reject you fuck them like why would you want to be with somebody that does that that's the thing i have to keep in my forefront of my mind is the moments where i have been vulnerable it's only been rewarding and if somebody doesn't like that they're rejecting me as a person mm-hmm. i don't want that person in my life i don't no. care how cool they are like yeah
1: absolutely fuck them. no and the moment you feel like shutting down open all of the doors be like elsa and let it go oh my god into the unknown <laughs> oh my god that song's been stuck in my head all week oh my god like see on a serious note say you get into an argument and you tend to close yourself off because you might say something that hurts the other person or if you express your needs um you think that they might resent you or whatever the cause may be, like your feelings are valid. And we've said that a lot in the podcast, like your feelings are valid. Always. Always. In many cases, arguments can easily be solved through communication and opening up. Like we always say, just talk.
0: Like Khalid says, can
1: we just talk? Can we just talk? Maybe don't start with that question. But like, yeah, don't let's definitely don't definitely don't start with that let's question. Let's take a let's take, let's, a, nice let's take sit. a
0: nice little chat. Let's take a, like
1: a sit on the couch with our blanket and little like chat talk. A
0: little, little babble. A little, little get-to-know-you Q&A. <laughs> little Q&A. little Q&A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So many people fail to do the one thing they love <clears throat> because they are afraid what other people will think about them. They're, wow. they're afraid that people will think they're stupid or wrong or silly. I'm talking to I you, Hannah Nicole so Adams. so personally attacked. <laughs>
1: I feel attacked. It's fine.
0: If you have a goal or you have a passion that no one else knows about, share that with your partner, with your best friend, with your mama. I don't care who it is, especially your mama. Your mama ain't going to judge you. But seriously, when you share a secret passion or like a project with your partner, you are letting them into your world and it's what makes them feel special. Is there something you've always wanted to try but, like, you never shared it with your partner? Whether that is in the bedroom or a bucket list item or an upcoming, like, project you're thinking about, like, a freelance kind of thing or whatever, this can help deepen your connection with that partner. So, share it with them. Like, they want to be included. Oh, a 100%. I, like when i'm dating somebody like if there's something that you really want to do but you're nervous start fucking tell me like i want to help lift you up Mm -hmm. like i so desperately just want to be included in the person i'm dating's life oh yeah and feel like they can lean on me for support in those moments like tell me because Mm -hmm. if they like you like all they want to do is support you
1: like i just go back to the fact that blaine made me a subreddit
0: (laughs) honestly like dude (laughs) like
1: like, what the heck like what i mean he hasn't posted on it in like Months, but... What's the, what's, what's the subreddit? We're going to shout it out. Do you All know? right, hold on. Let me look. R slash Hannah Adams, capital H, capital A.
0: Y'all got that? Go follow it go right fo- now.
1: Please go follow it. I, there's only three members, but, <laughs> but five people are online. But well, one of them is me. And one is me. <laughs> and one is
0: Blaine. I've gone.
1: So gals. Reddit, Hannah Adams. capiche? Got it. Cool. If you feel like crying, don't hold back, Emily. <laughs> Let it all out and definitely don't
0: hide it from your partner. Okay, but I hate crying. I know you do. I don't like it because I I feel weak sometimes, which back to the vulnerability but like because it's something i've also learned not to fear anymore though there is something beautiful (laughs) this sounds so cheesy there's something beautiful inside tears um because it shows that you're a human basically (laughs) capable of like a range of emotions yeah but like low-key like it makes you like more authentic and like absolutely like you're capable of expressing yourself now you also could be like me and get angry and then cry because you're angry and then no one takes your argument seriously that is
1: me to a t anytime i get an argument i get i get frustrated and i cry like i I, I can't help it my sister's like why are you crying like we'll be like arguing over something (laughs) why are you crying i'm like i can't
0: help it i'm just mad (laughs) like i I remember, I was crying one time to the doctor about not my actual doctor, like the doctor I was dating. <laughs> I want to clarify that? I mean, you can cry to your doctor if you really I need to. I never cried to right. my actual doctor. No, and he's never, and that's also a man too. <laughs> not the same one, anyways. Moving on, the doctor I dated, uh, I cried to him one time, like, and he was like, "I was like, I hate this right now." He's like, "It's okay hey and i was like no like i know after he told me like he didn't want commitment from me like what the hell crying but
1: sucks but like sometimes it's like just what you
0: need to Low key, do i did cry the other night though because i was watching fleabag which is a comedy oh, you sent me the <laughs> snapshot of that it looks hysterical oh my <laughs> god if you haven't watched fleabag i'm not gonna go my film
1: rant this episode just watch fleabag if you want to talk to her about it hit me with my gal's, gals guide facebook facebook group,
0: group i will glad talk about we can talk about the hot priest and the nail scene oh my God <sighs> we could talk about that scene all day long okay anyways, we've talked about how to access your vulnerability now what do we find out are the rewards of being vulnerable for me when I want to be vulnerable, I call it like my fuck it moments uh Hannah's been front row center for a lot of them
1: absolutely there have been a Support lot of them. <laughs>
0: Even when I probably shouldn't, I do support them. <laughs> For real. You dare me into a lot of those situations, too. I do.
1: Yeah. I love a good dare.
0: <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, I can't, like, That's back kind of out. like so
1: parent trap. <laughs> I love a good dare. <laughs> you were the toxic friend.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Maybe I am. I'm just kidding. No, I'm definitely <laughs> Please don't cut me
1: out. I've definitely
0: corrupted you let's be real i've been the one that's corrupted you bad blair bad blair (laughs) for real though that is you i love it anyways there have been a lot of times when i've just said fuck it and put myself out there and if you don't like it tough shit i will say anytime this has happened even if i was rejected for it i don't regret it because i was being my authentic self and first it may sound terrifying because it's like this person's rejecting the real me and i had this exact thought after i was vulnerable with my ex and he rejected me in terms of commitment and i told hannah i was vulnerable with him and i feel like he was rejecting the real me now Mm -hmm. but you can't think of it that way it had nothing to do with me it had all to do with him and his issues and if they can't handle the most imperfect and authentic version of you then they don't deserve it our real self is super messy and that is a-okay 100%. i will also say like my favorite vulnerable moments outside that scenario because it's a really like sad one uh are the moments where i've gone up and hit on a guy i yeah. love yeah, hitting yeah on you guys. love that yeah i girls if you i know it sounds terrifying it is the most now i will say this too i've hit on many guys not once have i ever like yeah <laughs> Like any, got any action from it or anything like yeah most of the time i'm just shooting a shot and they're like i got a, got girlfriend. a girlfriend she's over there <laughs> i'm like okay cool of course you do it's fine i did hit on a guy once so like most of the guys hit on have been musicians <laughs> You gotta stop with the. Musicians. The first one you saw the first time was when we went to we saw our friends the Cab in concert at Virginia Tech. Oh, I oh yeah. And there was this band. I'm gonna shout them out right now. Please do the Griff's Room band. Yes, from Blacksburg, Virginia. Shout out, shout out. But the lead singer, I think his name was Michael. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Listen to the music, honestly. Like, low-key. Yeah, like, they're, they're very Like, they're really great. But I hit him the lead singer after the concert. I was like, hey, I'm a YOLO. I legit said that. I'm a YOLO real quick. Here's my number. You Here's like my gave- nu- you're you're like- high. Here's my number. And I remember you looked over to, like, the uh, the violin player. He was like, oh, shit. I know. I know. <laughs> I was just like, she did not just say, I'm a YOLO real quick. But I But did. she did. I didn't get anything back from that. It's okay. I wrote my number on waiter's receipts. Oh, A couple other times, I almost like when the doctor hit on me, he, I almost gave him my number that night. But and I told him that I was like, yeah, if you hadn't get if you hadn't hit on me like and asked for my number, I would ask for yours eventually. He's like, I wouldn't believed you if you had. I would have thought you were joking with me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, well, then. Well. Uh, another time I did it, it was uh, the girl I used to be friends with, the bride, uh, the bridezilla, which I saw her the other week, by the way, at Olive Garden. So we boycott Olive Garden for um, a couple of weeks? But they're breadsticks, though. I know. <laughs> Ugh, I need to go there. <laughs> but um, Anyways, for her bachelorette party, we went out to the bars one night, and there's this live band playing. And uh the lead singer again was super hot, and my friends were like, "Give him your number, give him your number." So like mid encore, he comes over. Like he was looking at me the whole night. He was he saw me recording my my phone. He it uh, was pointing at me. Like he was singing to me at some point. So I had the confidence there, yeah, to go up and do something. So like he came over at one point, and I handed him a piece of paper, I have a number written on it, and then like afterwards, like I went up and talked to him and everything. But like all those moments. Like, I got a follow-up on that one. He texted me back on that one. Yeah. But all those moments, like, afterwards, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like I'm on cloud nine. Like, I feel like I can do anything. And I see why guys do it now. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But, like, I encourage every girl. Now, unless your relationship don't do this. But every single girl that's listening to this podcast and guys, next time you go out, hit on somebody. Ask for their number. I don't care if they reject you. That is my one challenge for you guys. Because I'm telling you right now, you'll still feel great. You'll still feel great because you did something out of your comfort zone. you challenged yourself Mm -hmm. you were real for one second of your life I challenge you all to do that and then let me know how it goes please let me know like hit us up i want to know how that goes we'll have to like ask oh my gosh so exciting but what are
1: your rewards of vulnerability have you found you get to be 100 percent yourself and you don't have to apologize to anyone for being yourself and you can relax and you can let go of the perfect charade that you maybe put on during Shored. work hours or anything like yeah you can just let that go you can actually feel your feelings without worrying if a person's gonna think you're crazy mm-hmm. And, like, this is something I, I do all the time. You can, like, dance in your living room with your glass of wine to, like, middle school throwbacks. Sexy, can I? Sexy, Am yeah. I right? Ah. Am I right, lady? <laughs> like, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I was able to do all of that, like, easily. Like, it took a lot of time for me to become 100% vulnerable in my current relationship. But it feels so freaking good to just, like, be me and That is like what I hope for you all to be 100% yourself and love yourself and feel confident being yourself and to just stop worrying about the judgment of others because somebody is going to judge you and you can't control that. And so to just like be able to finally let go of that insecurity, it just feels so
0: good. And when someone judges you and they let you know they're judging them and you just act like, yeah, so what? I don't give a shit. That terrifies that other person. They're like, oh, fuck. Like she's like, she's she's fine with being like 100% like herself. Like she's fine with like I just called her a weirdo or whatever. And
1: honestly, probably deep down they're very envious of that.
0: Yeah. Because absolutely. I feel like
1: judgmental people are very envious of other the of the people that they judge. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely and it's just like you're you're taking back that power from them they're trying to show dominance over you and be like "Mm, i'm better than you but when you're like yeah fuck it like what up bitch like i'm this weirdo kid you want to
1: know what that made me think of
0: country boy i love you But like that, we may find that girl. But she's like, yeah, what up? Country, <laughs> Country boy, I, I love, love you. Man. How you doing, boo? And it's just like she regained that power. So by being... That's our survival tip for this week. Absolutely. Being vulnerable is taking back that your own power. And... I cannot encourage more people to do it. I think it's been a definitely a life form experience. It's something I'm still working on this day and you will always continue working oh, on yeah. it. But yeah, like just be your authentic self. And I promise you people will want to be with you. Oh and yeah. They don't
1: screw them. And you'll just be overall happier. Yeah, you don't have to ever apologize
0: for yourself ever again.
1: And so that does it for today's episode of the Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at the Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout
0: in the Facebook community.
1: You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social medias, which will be linked below in the description. Also, again, please leave us a review on iTunes. If Y'all, you love us, give us a five star.
0: Hit those five stars. Leave a review. It takes like two seconds. Be vulnerable and tell us what you love about our vulnerability. (laughs) But for real, help us out. Help, Help some gals out. So thank you for listening, gals. And we hope you come back for our next journey.